Sade. Here we go. All right, let's do it. Dad without a dad production. Listen to this song. <laughs> I didn't check the levels. I don't know. How do you? All right. Okay. Uh, are we leveled up? Is that what's happening? Well, I checked the levels for you and I. Uh-huh. And now what happened? Now the music. Oh, yeah. Like, that would have been great ahead of time. And I'm still looking to see if this bagel man is going to... <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the I Have No Friends podcast. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca, and I have no friends. The question for everybody is, where's my soundbite? There it is. The question for you is, would you like to be my friend? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Denira, is can, how long has it been? Um, since we've seen each other, or since what? Both. Okay. Seen each other. Uh huh. Talked to each other, uh-huh. and done the podcast. It's been a minute. It's been like all of June. You've gone all of June. I was gone all of June. So yeah. it's funny because like I was thinking, I'm like, how long has it been? And yeah. even though like you know, I posted like two videos and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we did those long time ago. So yeah. even though um, I was checking, it says that I posted something on July seventeenth. Technically, we didn't. It's not do July seventeenth. June seventeenth. You mean? No. It's July now. Oh, we're ju- yeah. Yeah. I'm still tired. You too, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, on June seventeenth. Uh huh. It was you know how the internet is. It was not for reals. We yeah. recorded that for like. At the end of May or something? Yes. So, how you been? Welcome again. I thank you for having me in your home. Oh, my God. My nephew's calling me. I apologize. You have a quinceañera? Yes, we have a quinceañera tomorrow. I'm so excited. I didn't know this until, like, now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And for those who don't know what a quinceañera is, get with the times because this is the United States. And everybody should know what a quinceañera is. It's pretty much... Uh you're coming out party as a young Oof. lady in <laughs> Latino culture, if that makes sense. But in theory, it basically means uh, you're ready to have babies, so marry her off. <laughs> That's how that works. Um, but now it's just an excuse to have a big, humongous dress that you can't walk in and have a fun party and have all of your friends come. So it's just like a, a fun coming-of-age thing. Coming-of-age thing. Yeah. So... Let's say we don't have quinceañeras for dudes. I don't. Uh, I don't know the question, but let's pretend. And let's pretend. I'm your dad, okay. and you're about to become 15. And I'm only asking you this question because it's just funny thing that we're talking about quinceañeras is that uh-huh. the topic just came up in my family, and it was all these different ideas. But let me ask you this: You're yeah. 15. Yeah, Janira, what would you like to have for your 15? Would you like to have a quinceañera? Or would you like to have a car when you turn 18? I want to party. Okay, why? Because a car's not happening until I'm 18, so no. I'm still going to have a car at 18. You're not going to not have me give me a car. So, uh, yeah. Well, no, that's the that's the either or. No. Either you get a quinceañera or you, 
or you get a car no, at 18. Look, so you're not getting the car. No, no, no. I'm going to explain this to you because I think that your reasoning <laughs> is wrong. Okay. So you have a daughter. There's absolutely no way you're going to let your daughter not have any kind of wheels. Not kind of, no. It could be a used car, a new car. You're not going to be that dad who lets her walk around by herself at 18 with a license. No, you're not going to do that. So, so you're going to break down and you're going to do both. So if any 15-year-old's ready to become a quinceanera type, mm -hmm. a 14-year-old is mm -hmm. listening, which my niece is going to be 11. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. So that's a, a, that's a very good advice to any 14 year olds that are actually watching or looking at I'm, this i'm just saying like it doesn't have to be a new car but you're not going to not you're not you just you're not going to do it look you well, don't have any daughters yet but the time uh, well, you don't have any daughters uh, yeah. but the minute you have the a daughter right things there. change and it's not like you're going to be like oh i'm going to walk out of my daughter's life you're not going to be an absentee dad look i'm a kid who came from a single mom yeah. Single mom all the time, blah, blah, blah. We had a quinceañera. I went back and forth about having one, not having one, having one, not having one, having one, not having one. And then I think I decided like five months before I turned 15. And even then it wasn't enough time. So we had my quinceañera two months after I had turned 15. No, three months after I turned 15. Either way, we still had one. And either way, when I was 18 and I started driving... I ended up getting a new car. Didn't really last for it. Didn't last for very long. But there, there was no way that my mom was going to let me walk around with no wheels. There was just no way. Okay. And so because, I get it. Because, I get it. But the question, the reason I asked is because yes. you know nowadays quinceañeras are so expensive, right? I don't know how. Well, if it's it, like it's the same reason if, as like ten years ago. Or, if you think about I it, forget. it's a mini wedding, and the more money you spend, the more return you get on said investment. Do you understand? No. Okay. So, for example, I'm not like, going to get twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of gifts. Yeah, I understand that. But the more you spend, the more you get back. So, what's the get back? It's like in 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 people coming and people lavishing your child with gifts. But again, we also don't have cartel parties. We don't have a lot of people <laughs> that we know that have a lot of money. But it's it's now quinceañeras are way different. They're way different. It's now, a business. People are more inclined to give cash gifts or if you know the quinceañera well, like something that she would specifically like. So since it is a special day, look, I remember no one gave a shit about my quinceañera. Literally, my cousin and his wife had ended up arguing. So I never uh, like it was just a really strange day. We had it at my um, my cousin's backyard. house okay. in the backyard, <laughs> in the backyard, in the house. And so it was just like, okay, we're just making it, we're making it, we're, we're making whatever this is happen. So I had to go to school. I got confirmed, did all the things. I ended up in this big, huge dress that my grandma kind of broke on the way to church. <laughs> like my quinceanera was a disaster. And it makes me really sad because I remember my mom worked really, really hard just to make it happen. Because it was like, well, you're my only daughter and like you should have one. I'm like, but we can't afford anything. And it wasn't like, oh, instead of this, do you want a trip? No, it wasn't. There was no other option. It's either you have a party or you don't. So then I invited friends from school and no one came. No one came. Shout out to your friends. 
Yeah, oh, exactly. Jesus. So, wait, no one came. This was How do before, you go back? This was before I was in band with all of my friends that I have now. This was before all of that. So, like, freshman in high school, like, the few people that I hung out with, I invited. Do you know where these motherfuckers went? Mm, no. So, Monday comes around, I go to school, and uh, they're like, oh, how was your party? And I was like, uh, it was what it was. Okay, are you going to let me know what happened? Because I was just mad because it was like, dude, my mom spent money. And you guys told my mom that you would come, and then you didn't come, and there was no explanation as to why. These motherfuckers all went to the movies. They went to the movies instead on that Saturday. So you didn't have friends in high school. I did. Uh -huh. And that was the opposite. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> the beginning of high school, like, I don't really, I didn't really get along with a lot of people from middle school. Like, I know there are certain people that I still communicate with from middle school. But, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, it's like, ugh, I just was like blinders on. I want to get away from these people, everyone. But, yeah, no, by the time I hit the... 11th grade things had changed and i joined band and then i had a fuck ton of friends and then those friends are still my friends to this day one time a band camp no there's no such thing as band camp here band camp here is you walk around in the sunshine all day and then they feed you shakies at the end that's what band camp means to me there's none of this oh we're going to sleep away camp and sticking you know diddling each other with our fingers no what? that's not how that happens <laughs> well that's for rich people though uh, that it could afford band camp. Mm. No, and the the reason I was asking is like, by the way, I'm all for a quinceañera. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's a good party, right? Uh-huh. It's, it's, but, it, it is what you make it. But like, I think shows like Sweet 16 and my, um, these party, this expectation of this party is just so much. Like, the only thing that I would worry about back in the day, because it was a whole thing like, oh, are you going to have damas? Are you going to have chambelanes? Is it just going to be you? Are you going to have dudes? Are you just going to have both? What How do you say chambelan in English? Um, the guy who dances with you? Your partner, I guess. Like, it's just through chambelan. You're, you're... So it's a quinceañera, you have uh, five or six? No, it's however many you want. Okay, so... You know, however many you want, girls, mm -hmm. and how and the same amount of, of guys. guys. Yeah, and it's basically so it like, like your a mini grooms, wedding party. Your groomsmen and yeah, like girl. your ushers, bridesmaids. Uh, it's oh like my. bridesmaids and groomsmen. If you think about it, so if you're thinking about it as a tiny wedding, you know, equal parts. So yeah, it's one, technically a tiny wedding. It's tiny wedding, right? So, and then of course the center of attention is the. Quinceañera. Quinceañera. And she has her escort, El Chambelan. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm up for it, uh, a quinceañera. And yeah. the question came out because my niece is going to become, uh, she's literally next week, she's going to be 11. Mm -hmm. And her best friend, which is my sister-in-law's family member, she's going to be 12. Yeah. So and I was planning their we, quinceañera. No, we already? were like saying like, you know, I was telling my sister-in-law, you know, it's only four years until mm -hmm. you spend like $30,000. Yeah. And she was saying that she probably is not going to have one. Yeah. And my reasoning is that I would like to ask the person mm -hmm. and make them have a decision. Uh-huh. By the way, you're older and you already know the insights of everything, right? Yeah. 
But let's just say as a parent, like right now, like if somebody would ask me and mm-hmm. if she says, I want a quinceanera, I would try to make a good one because mm-hmm. basically we work in radio and we yeah. don't have money. Yeah. And, and then, but yeah, but the, the you're right. I would mm-hmm. not let her, but she doesn't know that, you know? Yeah. It's like a trick for a parent, right? Like where you could ask her whether you want this or later and you'll mm-hmm. save some money right now and spend it later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm all for it, a quinceanera. Yeah. I do want her to celebrate. Yeah. It's... I don't really follow traditions, but I think this is a good one. And yeah. if she wants it, we'll let her have it. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's how a lot of folks make it happen, right? Because sometimes you just can't afford to do it on your own. So this is where <laughs> madrinas and padrinos come in. So in our culture, if you can't afford to have this party, it's not like you're not going to have it, right? So each person pays for something or each set of madrina and or padrinos takes on one big gift. Same thing with weddings here. Like, I remember for my friend Penny's wedding, I was like, well, um, since I'm made of honor, let me go ahead and pay for the photo booth. That will be my contribution to said wedding, right? I love you, and I want this gift from me to you to, you know, let me contribute to the wedding with this, right? So for my quinceañera, my madrina, my Nina Lupe, paid for my dress, so I ended up having my dress made with by some lady in Reseda, and <laughs> it broke. It was all a thing, but my Nina paid for it, right? Did you like it, though? I really did. I really did. My dress was a wedding dress that was made purple. Oops, sorry. Oh, my. So my dress was a wedding dress that was made purple, and it was something really beautiful to me, and I really, really loved my dress. I loved my dress. I loved my hair. I think everything came perfect for me. The way that I wanted um, my day to happen is the way that it started off happening. Yeah. And I danced to this song. I think it's like it's a standard. No, you have to. This is in the Quinceañera handbook. (laughs) Yeah. So let me tell you, that's how I started my radio career. Did I tell you? uh, DJ for Quinceañeras? My friend Christian, which... Mm -hmm. um, I guess we're still friends. I mean, it's one of those other things that we don't really haven't talked in five years or something. I'm triggered. And he is the the, uh, Sabados Bailables on K-Love. He's the host for that. Mm. So he used to be a DJ. He still is. Charges a lot of money. Uh, But he's good. Um, Yes, he is good. Yeah, he's Uh, good. (laughs) I mean, you kind of know. Like, if you go to a quinceañera and you know the music's bumping... I'm like, there's no way that people can complain about the music. Like, if the DJ is good, he's good, and he knows exactly what to play and when to play it. Let me just say, he is an experienced DJ. He's been DJing since 10. Mm-hmm. So when we were in high school, this fool had a car, and mm-hmm. he would have parties. Like, yeah. he would book quinceañeras and everything. Yeah. So he was afraid of the mic. That's when How I... Re- you- I remember this conversation. How are you a quince DJ and you're afraid of the mic? That's why he went to one of those fake radio schools, right? Of course. So he used to take me because I don't give a shit, right? Yeah. And that's how I started my, I guess, MC radio career. Yeah. Where now I put on a tutu and say hi to everybody at Pride's. Yeah. But he would literally have me read the padrinos list. Yeah. So I'll be like... <laughs> Bueno, le queremos dar gracias al señor Rodolfo que dio es el padrino del pastel. And literally, like you say, it's... No, it's like one of those things that we are so cheap mm-hmm. that we give everybody a padrino. Everybody a padrino. Whoever wants to. La madrina del peinado, yeah. la madrina del, del maquillaje, 
La madrina de los zapatos. La madrina, like, oh my God. If I'd be like, oh, okay, uh, let me see what's taken. You know what it feels like planning a quinceañera? In my mind, metaphorically, for my daughter, it would be like, all right, let's have a classroom party. There's a sign-up sheet over there of what we need. So uh, go ahead, just sign up, and then we'll see you on uh, Saturday, okay? Yeah, so it's a potluck, yeah. right? Yeah, potluck. I'm going to sign up for cups and plates. So we basically <laughs> do a list of yeah. everything that we need. Probably the only thing that... And we're talking about somebody that it's low income and yeah. it needs help, and yeah. then... Uh, basically our families yeah and um we need help for, for everything. everything and yeah. basically what we trying to do is basically only pay for the venue yeah and everything else everything to, else to is be paid for. is a group effort so for example um my nina paid for my dress my mom i believe my mom paid for food because we had it at my cousin Suegra's house. So my mom paid for food. Hicieron una carne guisada, which was really good. That shit was dope. It wasn't birria, but that shit was dope. Una carne guisada. How many people do you think you had? Oh, my God. It became like a church party. It became a church party, like a cumbia party. And I was just like, I want this to end now. I need this to be over now. I remember sitting in a room with the children just watching cartoons because I wanted it to be over so badly. Okay, I now. broke my shoe. It was everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Somebody stole my decorative bottle of Martinelli's. Y se llevaron las copas. Everything that you could think that went wrong went wrong. Like I fell on my ass when I broke my shoe. <laughs> like my grandma, my grandma, when she closed the door to get into the car, she bent my hula hoop. My my. Wait, why do you have a hula hoop? For my dress to keep it out. Oh, so that's my a good petticoat, idea. my petticoat that's hula hoop idea. ended up getting bent. It was a nightmare. But I will pull up a picture of how pretty I was that day. Well, I, now looking mm, back, mm -hmm. will you still have it? Oh gosh. No. Okay, there you go. I mean, in, in theory, no, but like, I just feel like it was a huge waste of money and for a day where nobody really got along. You know, it was just, uh, it was very... Um, so this is Jose. He's like, we want to thank Padrinos for the DJ. Mm -hmm. We want to thank Padrinos for the cake. Mm -hmm. We want to thank Padrinos for the tortillas. We want to thank Padrinos for the chicken. Mm-hmm. We want to thank Padrinos for the dog. There's a dog in the house. Oh, that's not? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no Padrinos for Okay, sorry. We want to thank uh, Padrinos for the limousina. Hey! We want to thank Padrinos for the dress. Mm -hmm. We want to thank Padrinos for... El peinado. El peinado. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we want to thank Las Padrinos uñas. for the nails. Thank you, Janir. You're welcome. Um, we want to thank a Padrino for the pictures. We yeah. want to thank Padrino... For, and then it's like you for, you, for, for like, everything, and you literally go like to the point that la joyería, you're like oh that my your God. real family, you start thinking, who are these people? <laughs> who are they? Like it's the They're neighbor. Like, I don't even know who this is. Like is he oh. the trash can man? Did you get the, the trash, trash can, can man? man just to sign up for it? It's like very ridiculous, <laughs> but that's the way we do it. And that's the way we do it, and it's just like a mishmash of people. Like you know, everyone kind of contributes, especially if you've been in this child's life. For 15 years before, why wouldn't you contribute and or help for their party next time? Well, I told my family that the girls should have one. Mm -hmm. And I will be the MC yeah. and the DJ. That'll I'll be your bring the DJ. Those are your services. Those are my padrinos. Yeah. 
And uh, <laughs> for my niece and my niece only, yeah. I will be the chamberlain, just looking at those motherfuckers that don't do anything. Because I'm going to be that crazy uncle. No, you're just going to do the DJ and you're not going to no, be the No, I'm going to be like, what the f- who are you? What's your name? <laughs> oh, and the question, and the mm-hmm. funny thing was that, you know, because I'm so short. Yeah. So uh, I would be like, this is a, a joke for YouTube. Hi, YouTube, by mm-hmm. the way. Oh, hey. Um, <laughs> by the time she turns 15 and she has those Chambelanes boys, mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey. And then I said, no. Hey, you 15 year old. <laughs> you better not do shit to them. Because boys are so tall nowadays. Yeah, they are. My nephew is 13 uh-huh. and he is 5'5". Five, five. Wow. I'm 5'2". Five 5'2". Two. Five two. I remember when he was born. Every time I see him, I hug him and I throw him to the couch and uh-huh. I get on top of him and I'm like why are you so fucking big <laughs> <laughs> let me see your picture I'm pulling it up I'm trying to find it let's see here mm, I'm a ver you face book uh-huh aquí en el face aquí en el face <laughs> yeah all right let's see here do you want people to find you on Facebook I mean no I would rather you not okay <laughs> so, so we're talking about height oh yes why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. Who said that to you here? Nobody. The women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Yeah. Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? Whoa. Huh? I'm not standing, pal. Enough. You shut up, too. Shut said, the fuck no. up. Come and attack me, big dog. You go night night. Uh huh. So um, how does Dick? Well, let me see. So um, several quinceañeras, but this was mine. 1997. That's 22 years ago, my friend. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, and we did it in the backyard, and I really love my dress. I love the whole thing. I took a picture in my dress, what was it, back in uh, 2016, because I fit right back into it. The only difference was I grew tits. <laughs> I had no tits, but I had it done. So I was just like, oh, it zips. Dating sites, you should be dead. That's okay. Who said that to you here? Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Yeah. Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. Wait, so it's okay for my father, if anybody knows where my father is, by the way, let me to know. To yell at me? Yeah. Or, the bo- or my boss or God to make fun of my height. <laughs> I don't, like... How did this came out again? We were talking. You were saying like how I was like, did you not hear about this bagel man? You were like, what bagel man? I was like, dude, this guy lost his shit in a bagel store. And he just I don't understand what the problem was. Like, is he mad that somebody was just like, OK, let's go ahead and make your egg white bagel shorty. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, I don't like when you ladies just start talking shit about the short guys like me. You uh, and it's just like okay, uh, it's just it's not that serious. It's breakfast. Get the fuck on, get your fucking egg sandwich and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that would be me. I'd be like ah 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 ah. You need to take that shit outside. All right, get the fuck out of here. 
That would be me, but you know, I think everyone's more like this guy's just going crazy. You should be dead. Like, wait a minute. Who like, who, who says? Who says you're five feet tall? You should be dead. Like, uh, I mean, we're closer to the ground, but that doesn't make any sense. I've ne- okay, like I don't know. In my experience on dating sites, my favorite thing when people oh. say, "Oh, I'm five nine, that means you're five seven. Well, I guess when I- it comes to dudes, it's either you're five nine for reals, or literally you say you're five nine and then you show up and he's five seven. Well, That's happened to me. You I know got me that I really I don't know if it's I'm like unique. Mm-hmm. I do have a height issue because I'm like super tiny. You're vertically challenged. But I understood that from childhood. So yeah. I never gave it a shit. And I actually make fun of it all the time. Yeah. And I think it's uh, like I discovered that I was going to be short. And mm-hmm. you see my mom is shorter than me. She's yeah. like 4'10". Yeah. And I'm okay with it. So yeah. like sh- short jo- uh, jokes are fine. I mm-hmm. make fun of myself too. And... <laughs> when I got my driver license, oh god! And then I put uh, five two because I, you know, I was new to the game. I had just become a, a resident. I went to get my driver license. Yeah. I put five two, and then after I got my license, I discovered that nobody checks. So I literally could put six two just to <laughs> make fun of everything. Yeah, but I never lie about my height. Yeah, and you know what? I do. It's a funny thing, the standard of height because girls yeah. have a. You know how guys have a thing with weight? Yeah. Girls have a thing with height. Yeah. The guy could be fat, bald, ugly, poor. Yeah. But as long as he's 6'2", it's fine, right? And it's a... I, I, you know what? It's a... I don't care about that. Uh-huh. And I never lied about my... I think probably did like two, three inches when I first started eHarmony a couple uh-huh. years ago. Like, oh, God. Uh-huh. But like... And I still know a couple of people that lie uh-huh. that are short guys and yeah. they keep saying they're five 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 six and i'm like dick you're like only a two inches more than i am like, yeah why do you have to what's what's the big difference anyways but i don't get it like i don't think nobody had well this guy well look this, is a special like, this guy he's clearly angry and it just seems like if he's on dating sites and he's and people are telling him to die because he's short First and foremost, what are you telling them? Secondly, are they showing up and being shocked that you're that short and then you're getting mad that they're ditching you because it's not what they bargained for or they're trying to walk out? And then why bring this up at a bagel shop? Like, I just don't understand. So, like, look, in the game of online dating, people embellish the truth. Um, If you're bigger, you say you're smaller. If you're taller, you say you're taller. Not like when you're taller, you don't you don't really sit there and say I'm like six foot flat. No, it's like if you're six four, you're gonna claim six four and you're gonna call it a day. Like, but there's something about when people say five nine that is like "Mm, five nine. You mean really five seven? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, So. Like, to me, it's interesting. Like, I mean, look, I mean, what am I going to lie about? And Mike, you look at my picture, you're like, all right, she's clearly bigger. Okay, cool. And then you decide whether or not you want to fuck with me and be like, all right, cool. I'm going to I'm going to holler. I'm not going to holler. Right. But when people are just like shooting from the neck up or something (laughs) and there is no full picture or my favorite, my favorite faux pas is like, I'm going to take a picture with 12 dudes. And then you have to guess which one of those 12 dudes I am. I don't think I ever done. 
Yeah, and you're like technically, I, I'm like I I just took a class and I just telling people how <laughs> the the I had to see I had to watch TV right mm-hmm. and commercials and mm-hmm. the guy said try to find where you fit and I'm thinking fuck I don't think I fit anywhere yeah because I'm like very unique looking like literally i don't think i've seen anybody on tv looking like me which is a good thing now i Mm -hmm. guess if i want to be on tv but i was like uh so what else this guy says let's see okay who said that to you here nobody women in general have said it on dating sites you think i'm making that shit up everywhere i go i get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip i don't get that <laughs> Isn't that a like a sexy I think he's thing? Just, no, mm. I think he's just sensitive about his height. Like, but I I've been short all my life. Yeah. I've never seen anybody bite their lip, and and I made assumption. Be like, oh, you, you walk into the room, I'm like, oh, are you talking about ooh. my height? Maybe because they're talking about my baldness, my weird face, and everything. But also that biting lip. No, that's not even biting your lip. Mm. Mm. Do you get that remark? No, I don't lip? give a shit about anybody. No, but do you understand that remark? I get the biting lip. Like, is it because you're being smirk. an asshole? I would biting give you a biting lip. lip if you're being an asshole to people. Shut your fucking smirk with the biting lip. If you're being a dick, yeah, I'd be like, ugh, this motherfucker. But this is my nobody face ever at the says store. like this is my face I, at the store. I'd be like, ugh, really? Okay. And then what is? Shut your mouth! You're not God or my father or my boss. <laughs> so then, is your dad gonna come from the grave and be like, "No, no, no"? And what is it? Or is it God gonna be like, uh, "I'm gonna make you shorter to knock it out"? <laughs> Keep no. talking, you'll be fine too. No. And then your boss is like, "All right, come on now, I need you to get back to work." Okay, all right. What's your boss gonna do? Like, fucking asshole. <laughs> you know, I forgot what I was doing or doing. Oh, yeah. I was mm. filling out uh, something where I need to, like, ha- measure myself and everything. Mm-hmm. And I forgot if I was 5'2 or 5'1. Mm-hmm. And then I'm th- and then I'm like, my rationale was like, well, I am short, so I must be 5'1. And then I was going to put 5'1. And then I'm like, wait, am I 5'2? And then I had to pull up my ID mm. and be like, oh, yeah, I'm 5'2. Okay, so I put 5'2. <laughs> So God, his dad, and his boss could talk shit about his height. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Nobody else. Especially women. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? But you know what? That's another reason why I never got in a fight. Mm-hmm. Because did you see what he did? He just bumped somebody, and the yeah. guy, he's like 6'5". He's like, whoa. He's like a little wall. going Like, like a little midget, you know. <laughs> it's little person? <laughs> hey. Dwarfism. This guy's clearly not a dwarf. He's not a dwarf. He clearly doesn't suffer from dwarfism. He just said he's, he's just a five short five, man. right? I don't know. I mean, poor guy. Anyways, mm-hmm. I forgot how this video came. Yeah, he just we were just talking about it. It's like height challenged. I don't know. Like <laughs> some of the like, I don't know. I've like short dudes are short, but like I think there's something that you make up for when you're short. Like you're either really charming, really outgoing, really confident, but that confidence shows. It really does. Or you gotta be funny. That's why. That all wraps into the confidence. 
Now let me ask you. Yeah. Will you date a short guy? Hmm. Date, do date, no. Do you, do you consider yourself tall for a girl? I consider myself average height, but I am pretty tall. I'm on the tall side. I'm 5'9". And then with my hair, it's like six foot. And then if I'm wearing heels, 6'2", six 6'3". Six I seen you. Mm-hmm. Say, well, hello. I'm like, hey. <laughs> well, this section of this show has been brought to you by Janira's Quinceañera. Yeah. If anybody was... wants to contact Janira for any tips about quinceañeras, nails, hair, what else <laughs> do you do? Dresses? Like, uh, like, what's your theme? Now that the now they can take us all have themes. It's like, oh God, really? If anybody wants my services, I do DJ, MC, mm-hmm. and I could be a talking monkey. For any reservations, feel free to call us one eight hundred. I am short. One eight hundred. I am short. It's not really our number, but yeah, it probably is. Do you have it? Yeah, this song triggers me. I'm like, ah! And it's always standard practice at any quinceañera. In the years I've been around on this planet, no one has really made a better another quinceañera song. Do you like Cheyenne? Cheyenne's fine. Do you think he's hot? Remember that one? <laughs> no. It was Yuri and Chayanne on the beach. Oh, God. I yeah. remember that. Well, yeah. Um, where, what other fucking quinceañera? Oh, remember the quinceañera theme song? I remember they played this one for me, too. Quinceañera. Isn't there a, a um, Mark Anthony one? I don't know. Let's see. Quinceañeras. And then every time, like, you instantly know how to do a box step. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have put it on the Google. Wow. Terrible. Terrible. Tiempo de vals. Uh-huh. De niña mujer. Uh-huh. El privilegio de amar. Uh-huh. Mijares. I remember that one. Uh-huh. A thousand years. Uh-huh. What the hell is that one? I don't know. Christina Perry. Gross. La última muñeca. Oh. This is it. Mi niña bonita. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Some of these are kind of pervy and you're just like, ew, gross. Oh, this one. I thought it was, uh, but it's this one. Which one? I don't know why. I don't know if we're going to listen to the commercials first, but probably will because this thing. Good thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Anyways, we'll be playing this. Okay. After the commercials. Do you like Luis Miguel? Uh, my mom did. She's very much into El Sol de Mexico. Oh, yes. You remember this one? Did they play at your quinceañera? They did not play this at my quinceañera. Did you no. break your... No. They played the theme song to the novela quinceañera. Which is that one? Type it in. No, just say... La quinceañera? No, just quinceañera. Avengers theme song. No, <laughs> that's just too much. Y'all are getting crazy. Paulina Rubio? Yeah, that one. Do the first one, the Televisa one. <laughs> oh, yeah, this one. Oh, God, I remember this one. This is the one in the video, you know? <laughs> 
porque me siento hoy tan diferente. It's kind of fucked up because it's like, why do I feel like a psycho? You're just like, why is my body changing? And then uh, what could it be? Oh, I'm becoming a woman. Is that what's happening? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why is my body changing day by day? Fucking creeps. And that note, YouTube, it's been a pleasure. You guys like my shirt? George Lucas gave it to me. Did he? Did he? Did he? See, it's more, it's fucked up. Well, for those just tuning in, This is the quinceañera segment of I Had No Friends. When we just discovered that Janira had no friends when she was little. Yeah, it was terrible. I had a lot of friends when I was little. God bless. That's why you don't got no friends now. And I have no friends now. <laughs> when you're an adult and have money, you can do whatever you want. True. Oh, God. How you been? It's been a month and a half. I've been all right. Just kind of working, keeping my head down. Uh... Yeah, swimming. You've been swimming? Yeah. Oh, that's right. How was the earthquake for you? It was crazy. Were it, you at the pool? No. I was sitting in front of my pool. And then... And then I was just like, my feet are moving underneath from me. And I was just like, uh, I think that's an earthquake. And I turned around and I saw my the lights in the gazebo. I was like, ah! And I ran in the house. I was like, Sam, Sam, are you all right? She's like, honey, what's wrong? <laughs> And I was like, there's an earthquake. She's like, what? No, there isn't. And I'm like, get out of the house. And so we ended up going outside. She's like, see, no, there wasn't. And I Wait, was like, so you were outside the house. Yeah. Then it was the during 4th the of July. Er- the, during the earthquake, you decided to go inside the house. To get my housemate because your- we have four cats. So I needed to run into the house to see how bad it was. And if I needed to grab a cat or two, <laughs> I was going to do that. Yeah. Only, only you. I would have left those cats. And no, I would have been, like, yes, finally. There's Mama Cat that I need to get. There. So that's the only one I'm really like, Mama Cat, no. Yeah. So um, so I ran in the house, and then she's like, no, it's not shaking. And I was like, get outside. So then we're standing outside, and then she didn't believe me that it was shaking because she didn't feel it. And then all of a sudden, like, she's like, she looks down at the pool. She's like, oh, wow, it's really going, isn't it? Because <laughs> the water is just going shh, whoosh. And that was the first one, right? That was the first one. The second one caught me at work while I was producing. That's right, because it was 9 o'clock, right? It was 8.20. And we were talking to an earthquake guy. (laughs) 
Okay, so take me through this. Yeah. You're talking to our crew guy. We, we, our guest is an earthquake guy. And then it starts shaking. It starts shaking. And I'm in the studio. And of course, everything in the radio station feels loose. And it just sounds really noisy when things start moving. So I'm I'm in the booth. Andre's there. And then um, like, all right. I'm like, everyone stay calm. Because of course, I want to freak out. And I want to run out of that motherfucker. But I'm in charge. So I'm like, shit. All right. All right. We're fine. I was like, this was me. I was like, okay, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. Who's Everything's the host, fine. by the way? Royal Oaks. Oh. Yeah. So Royal. He's a good lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little boring. Yeah, but For he's fine. Taste. And then, uh, so we, I was like, oh, gosh. Andre jumped under the console. <laughs> uh, I went out to the hallway to see how bad the shaking was in the hallway and it was just the rolling. It was just swaying, but it was lasting a really long time. And so, um, yeah, so I ran outside and I went over to KLOS and I checked in on them. And he had just cracked the mic. He's like, yeah, that was an earthquake. So we're just trying to find out. And so I was like, all right, keep talking. Everyone's fine. Keep talking. I'm going to go check across the street. And I ran around the building to check if anything was broken, anything was crazy. Ran across the way to Westwood One. I was like, y'all, everyone all right? Some girl was like, I'm okay. I'm just really scared. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Anybody else on the other side? She's like, yeah. And so I go over to the other side. I'm like, everyone good? Yes. And then I ran back and then I continued working. But was the guy, the earthquake guy still on the phone? Yeah, he was. And he just kept going? Or? Yeah, he did. That has, that has to be, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You have an earthquake guy on the phone and there's yeah. an earthquake. Mm -hmm. What did Royal Oaks do? I'm like, we're calm. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm like, just keep going. Cause I'm I like, can't believe Andre literally jumped into the I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, He's I didn't such know. A scared guy. I didn't know. And I'm like, all right, fine. That's fine. And so, uh, yeah. Um, stayed until midnight doing earthquake coverage. That was it. Till midnight. Oh, yeah, till God. midnight. Midnight and change. And I was just like, all right. And yeah, that was it. The first one, we were playing Little on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and then... Uh, here? Right here. Right mm -hmm. there on the carpet. Uh -huh. And then my girlfriend says, do you feel that? And then I was... Oh, I was stretching because I had back problems. And mm -hmm. then um, I see the blinds, the ones right there in front of you. <laughs> and they start going left and right. And we were like, should we get out? And then it lasted a little. And then it stopped. Mm -hmm. So we're like, cool. Yeah. You know, earthquake. And... The place to be is on the ground, by the way. The funny thing about, you know, us that we're used to it, right? Like mm -hmm. people from, you know, the Midwest or stuff like that where they're, you know, used to hurricanes and, you know. No, everything. tornadoes, not Tornadoes, sorry, mm -hmm. my bad. Tornadoes and stuff like that. They're like, whatever, for tornadoes and we freak out. Mm -hmm. But when they're here, they're like, they freak out for earthquakes. Yeah. We feel a 6.4 and, you know, 100 miles from here, everything's shaking. We're like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, because it wasn't, it wasn't, the epicenter wasn't anywhere near us. So it's one of those things. It's like, oh, okay, um, we're just going to write it out. And I think everyone who's been through a major earthquake kind of knows just to feel it out. And everyone's kind of just assessing and waiting. And then if you need to run, you run. But you don't do it until you absolutely feel like, oh, shit, this is it. I have to go. Yeah, because, uh, you know, finally I found out that it was 100 miles from here. Mm -hmm. And then that's when I, I told my girlfriend, like, the difference between shaking and, Rah! you know, it's mm -hmm. like if you're in the middle of it and it's a difference where you grab yeah. it, you, this you one grab was your son sure. and then you just go. Yeah. Now, but even then you're not supposed to run outside. You're supposed to get on the ground 
and cover your neck and your head. And then as soon as the shaking stops, then you go, like then you leave. It's like you're not even supposed to stand in the doorway anymore. You're supposed to get under a table, whatever you can. You can't stand in the doorway no more because they're not really reinforced. So that's what they used to tell you when I was younger. Yeah. Stand in a doorway and hold the frame and just wait. So that's well, this what table I did at the radio even, station. This table is not even going to hold. Yeah, it's not going to hold anything. But it, if you think about it, it will. If shit's falling down on you, you have the ceiling fan here and you have that. Like, chances are this is a bad spot because of your cabinets. If it's really shaking and you have glassware or, and or plates, they're all going to come out and they're going to be ba ba ba. It's going to look like a Greek wedding on the floor. And then it's just broken glass everywhere and you have to crawl out from underneath that. That's what happened to me in Northridge. I ran into the kitchen because they tell you when you're a kid, run under shelter and underneath a table. Everyone, every single one of my Salvadorian family members ran out of the fucking house. And then I'm like, my mom tried to save her TV. <laughs> and then like in Mueble, the TV fell on our bed and it was a water bed. And so the water bed frame broke and it poked the water bed. So we had to get rid of it. But I ran to the kitchen because that's where the table was. And then all of the cabinets were facing on this side. And then because of the shaking, all of the dishes fell out of the cabinets. Boom, 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 boom. Todo el vidrio, all of the shards, everything. And then I'm stuck inside of the house. My grandma's still in the house. She's in her room with the door locked. And they tell you not to lock doors because then they jam when you're trying to open them because of the shaking. So I'm sitting underneath the table and I now I have to crawl out from underneath and move glass out of the way. <laughs> I cut up my legs a little bit, but I was able to run out of the house. And then my cousins went back into the house to kick the door down to get my grandma out. And then we slept on our front lawn. Uh. So. Wait, so if I'm here. Yeah. If you're here, the best place for you to be is in your living room. But don't you think the second floor is going to get on my, no. on my neck? No. Because, look, this is if a If it's bad a 7.1, the f second floor is coming down. Mm. no so if everything starts shaking crazy i'm just grabbing my son and getting out yeah but then what's going to happen when that ac in the hallway falls on you when you're trying to run out of here or the ceiling the the walkway from the second floor falls on you and your son see that's a bad thought no you can't run outside you have to stay inside so if you're in bed they say stay in bed cover yourself with the sheet cover yourself cover your neck and your head if you're in bed but if the second floor comes down on me i'm dead Either way, like you run outside, you're dead. You stay inside, you're dead. Like it's it's just best to st shelter. Eh. Like if you have like Can this, I just go through the window and then get into the pool? You could do that, but now you're in a bad spot because now you're being rocked around in seven feet deep water, rocked around like this in a wave pool now. Yeah, but I know how to swim. Yeah, but it's a wave pool. And then you have your kid with you. Not yeah, really. everything comes down and nothing comes on top of us. Yeah, no, still bad <laughs> spot. Bad spot. Because then what if a power line or something electrocuted falls down and then you zap the pool? There you go. There you go. I See? still think I'm going to run and get out. Yeah. Oh, and, and then the second. See, very Latino of you. <laughs> the, and then the aftershock. Mm -hmm. I felt it. Yeah, while my that one was longer it. and larger. Uh, no, the aftershock. Those, like the one at night. Yeah, that one was larger. Oh, really? That one felt way bigger. Yeah. The one at four in the morning. Which one? So the 6.4. Oh, the one today? Four, no, the 6.4 mm -hmm. happened. 
And then, then after that, well, after that, there was a aftershock at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, the prequel, the 7.1 happened. Mm-hmm. Well, that one right here felt bad. So it started shaking, right? Mm-hmm. And it kept going. And we're eating. My mm-hmm. girlfriend's where you are. I'm here. And my son is right there. And then she's like, should we get out? And I'm like, you know what? It's just, it keeps going. So let's just try to get out. And this, <laughs> my son had tied himself in the chair. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to pick him up. I'm panicking already. I'm in that little yeah. borderline where I'm panicking. I pick him up and they uh, can't get him out. Can't get him out. And he's like, I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, oh, you know, my, I, I tie myself. Like, why did you tie yourself? So we're both trying to take him out. And by the time we just got into the the doorway, the door, it was done. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. And I was <laughs> freaking out. I was like, ah! Yeah. Another thing that you could do is take that couch and flip it over you. And then whatever lands on that couch, at least there's some sort of structure that you're like, eh. Yeah. And I don't know. I'd be like, fuck. I'm just, uh, that's me. I'm just like, ooh, how bad is this? Ooh, shit. Oh, God. Yeah. And then we went outside. And when we went outside, um, it was like the video that you posted. Uh-huh. This time, the pool was just like the whole water came out. It's yeah. like incredible. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't have my phone with me, but yeah, I wish I could have like just filmed it. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. <sighs> that was the earthquake. Tell ya. That was the earthquake for me. That was the earthquake. No, but it was like, I was like panicking because I'm like, this fool tied himself. And what if it would have been a real earthquake? Yeah. You just carry the chair out. You just take him with the chair. Right. Instead of being like, what the hell? (laughs) Just take, pick him up in the chair and run out. Or just get on top of the, you know. So, are you for real that I cannot go through the window and just jump into the pool? Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a bad idea. What if idea. it's just by myself? Well, if Still? you're by yourself, then that's fine. But remember, glass, broken glass on the floor, always shoes. Uh, so, what else has been with you? It's been a month and a half. Mm-hmm. I, be- I was basically in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I was, then I went to um, Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. where there's not that many Latinos. Yeah. Uh, then I went to Chicago yeah. and then, uh, New York for one day mm-hmm. and I got rear-ended. Did I tell you that? No. Okay. Oh God. And then I went to Seattle yeah. and there's not that many Latinos there either. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, uh, I hate New York. I really hate New York with all my, pa- every time I go to New York, something happens to me. The first time I went and this one, I don't blame New York too much, but because it's kind of my fault for being so drunk. Oh, wow. So I was in New York and I met up a, a, a friend of mine, which is my mom's good friend, daughter, mm-hmm. my age. And mm-hmm. at the time she was living in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll meet you in New York and we'll go places and I'll show you around. Mm-hmm. And then um, we met up. We She shows me everywhere. And then we stopped for drinks and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then I told her, oh, if you just want to crash at the hotel, my partner, she has room. You could stay with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, fine. That would be cool. And I decided to take a taxi in New York. We were staying in Newark, which is crossing Newark, the bridge, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. 
And this is like 2010. There's no Ubers. There's not that many technologies like we have today. Mm -hmm. So the guy, I get a taxi because I want to be nice. I, I don't want to go through the subway, cross a bridge, do all of that, right? Mm -hmm. So I just get a taxi in Manhattan and I tell the guy, here's the hotel. The guy takes like an hour and a half. He's just going on loops. Yeah. And then he's, he sees that I'm not from there. We're drunk. And I feel that he's taking advantage of me. I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, this is my hotel. You said you were going to get it. He's like, oh, I can find it, blah, blah, blah. To the point that he, I'm like, you know what? Just leave us at this hotel. And I know it's some here, somewhere, you know, close. He gets, I get off and he's like, it's $200. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not paying that. You just went around like crazy because you supposedly didn't know where the hotel was. I'm yeah. not paying for that. You're, uh, yeah. And we're in front of a hotel and he starts saying like, I'm going to call the cops. And then he pushes me. And I'm like, go for it. Call the cops. You touch me. There's cameras. We're in front of a hotel. So he grabs one of my good glasses, throws them on the ground, smashes, gets in, in the truck, in the car, and leaves. Mm -hmm. All this time that we're arguing, the chick starts crying. She calls her mom, mm -hmm. my mom's friend, saying that I'm drunk, that we're going to get in a fight, that she's scared. And now I have a crazy drunk girl mm -hmm. going crazy. Yeah. The hotel was in the back of that hotel. Yeah. That was my first experience in New York. Yeah. Awful. And then this time, I literally just was going for pride. It was the inauguration of Stonewall, which was mm -hmm. a whole week of pride in New York. Mm -hmm. And we were going to be in Brooklyn in the Barclays Arena. Mm -hmm. So I'm staying like five blocks from the arena in Brooklyn. I get off the plane. I get into a lift. Mm -hmm. And we're just in the freeway. You know, it's a little, you know, it's like five o'clock so it's kind of slow yeah and then out of nowhere which is little by little and then i get boom 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 in the back so literally we get hit in your lift in my lift rear end it and hit again so it was one of those things whether they hit us and mm -hmm. somebody hit them and they hit us again mm -hmm. i get whiplash i hit my head mm -hmm. i turn around it's a little school bus you know those little tiny yeah. school buses? And I'm like, great. I just got on my plane. I'm barely in New York for like half an hour. And we got rear-ended. Mm -hmm. The guy gets out. I get out, start taking pictures. Turns yeah. out it's a Latina. Uh -huh. She could barely speak English. The guy, he's Indian, I want to assume, mm -hmm. barely speaks English. They're trying to figure it out. I see that it's a school bus, literally a school bus. And I'm like, jackpot. This guy is set. He got rear-ended. She's saying that it's her fault. Mm -hmm. He's going to call the cops. Everything's going to be fine. I'm going to take pictures. If anything, you know, I could get a lawyer. They didn't do anything, did they? <laughs> and then they start arguing. They start talking. I took all the pictures. I took a video. I took her license plates. The school bus stuff, blah, yeah. blah, blah. The guy gets in and he's like, um, we're just going to make a little stop. She's going to give me $500. But it's on our way. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because um, my boss calls her boss and they agree that she's going to give me $500. Well, I'm like, what do you mean your boss? He's like, yeah, this car is not mine. It's somebody else's. <laughs> so he's Ubering on somebody else's account. And I call the person who owns this car and he talked to her boss 
And her boss said that he would give him $500 for the crack of the bumper. And I'm like, this is crazy. He's like, don't worry. Like, it's on our way. And I'm like, what? So we start driving. And then he gets in the middle of Brooklyn where it was not the good side of Brooklyn. It was kind of shady. Mm-hmm. And he stops, like, in the middle of... Uh, we didn't even go to a school place. We're in the, in the middle of, like, a street next to these big buildings that they look kind of shady. Mm-hmm. The girl parks, gets into that building that looks like, you know, like the project. Mm-hmm. And the guy is like, oh, she'll be right back. And I'm like, no. She never came back. I'm like, if you don't take me right now, I'm stepping out and counseling like this thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, it's your hotel's up the street. I'm like, this is not my thing. So I got out. And as soon as I'm walking out, the girl comes out with that big Latino guy, tank top, muscle on flip flops. And I'm thinking, whoa, that just escalated. This guy's just going to do something. And I got out. And the guy never told Lyft because I called Lyft. Mm-hmm. And I even called a lawyer just in case yeah. I got wh- whiplash. And then yeah. So, so imagine then- that. Like, they it was some shady shit. And that was 30 minutes into my New York experience. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you reported the accident to Lyft. I did it at Lyft. They returned my money. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess how much they charged me? Because it was an hour and a half. $110. Wow. Yeah. So they refund my money. She said that the guy never reported the accident. So I did. I called a lawyer. He said that unless I had something physical, he could do something. But still, I had 30 days just in case I forget my name and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I did talk to my, my boss and I didn't do setup in Seattle. But yeah. Yeah. Oof. So welcome to, So what I did was mm-hmm. stay in my room, order a pizza for two days. Uh-huh. I just went to work the next day. And got into a plane on Thursday. I hate New York. <laughs> Fuck. That's terrible. I don't even know what to say. And like the fact that this guy didn't report it and then you're just kind of left to your own devices, it's scary. And last year, on our way to New York, the car breaks down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were stranded oh in, the, in Ohio mm-hmm. for like seven hours. And we're... 18 wheelers were passing by mm-hmm. next to us for seven hours. Yeah. Anyway, so I hate New York. Yeah. I don't like it. Have you been to New York? No. Okay. I don't plan on going. God bless it. I keep saying that I hate it, but if you have money mm-hmm. to spend like $400, $500 per night mm-hmm. in a hotel in downtown, you know, New York. Yeah. Go for it, you know? Yeah. It's just, that is the only way you could experience New York. If you have enough money to stay in New York, in the good parts, mm-hmm. and then see all the scenery because it's very pretty, right? Yeah, of course. But, you know. It's a lot. So, <laughs> I created a playlist, right? Okay. For Pride. Yeah. And, for example, I will have Selena and, you know, Elvis Crespo mm-hmm. killed everywhere. Mm-hmm. Except in Columbus and Seattle. Uh-huh. It was hard. It was like... <laughs> Most of the playlists, people liked it, right? Yeah. And then Selena would come out. Nothing. Crickets. Nothing. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Literally nobody. Yeah. And sometimes I need my people to get crazy to bring more people. Yeah. To get crazier. Yeah. I would put it on Columbus. No reaction. People were looking at me like, what are you doing? Yeah. Suavemente. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And you, 
usually get somebody, right? Besame. Like even 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 like mm -hmm. Americans, like you know, white people. Some yeah. people in she... Columbus, in Seattle. <gasps> no, mm. I was like, where's my people? <laughs> no, <laughs> Seattle. Let me show you a video. Wow. Let me go get my phone. Are you gonna go get your phone? Well then, he's gonna go get his phone, and uh, he's gonna show me a video about how these uh, blands don't like to party. The blands don't like to party. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so lame. And my partner in Seattle, she saved it because... Mm. Oh, God. Let's just say she had more knowledge of urban music than I did. Oh, okay. So... And there were more black people in Seattle okay. than Latinos. So then what did you play in so Seattle? So she started playing all the hits. And man, it got crazy. Okay. And it was amazing. In Chicago, there were a lot of Latinos to the point that it became like a party for two hours and a half. You know, I'm just playing songs and songs and songs. Yeah. To the point that I had to stop it because we need to leave. Yeah. And people were like, oh, why? <laughs> and it happened in Seattle, too, where, like, the stages at Pride. Oh, my gosh. I have to go. Oh, you have to go? I have to get to the chiropractor. I'm so sorry. <gasps> okay, well. My bad. I was just like. Let me just show you my. Look, this is <laughs> Chicago. Everybody dancing. Cada vez, cada vez. Ooh. And in Seattle, nothing. Wow. Grita mi latinos! Wow. Well, Janira, really thank you for stopping by. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Are you going to be late for your chiropractor? Uh, probably. I'll probably get there by 1.30. Shit, he's going to be mad. That's fine. Here. He's going to be mad. Dr. Roy's going to be mad. I'm sorry, Dr. Roy. Dr. Roy, don't be mad at me. Well, tell him to listen to the podcast. I will. Then we give him a shout out. I'm like, Dr. Roy and Rosita. Hey. Hey. I'm well, my bones cracked. Where Thank can you. people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at, at shh, look behind you, two H's, and at Yanira Johnson. For Janier Johnson, but mm. she has to go to a chiropractor because she was also in a car accident. Yeah, they're cracking my bones. My name is Jose Jose de la Roca, mm -hmm. and you guys have been listening to the I Have No Friends podcast. It's turned out that Janira didn't have friends when she was little. I didn't. It was awful. I'm still little, and I don't have friends now. It's true. It's awful. When I was little, er, er, I have more friends than Janira. So take that. Yeah. For a second there, it sounded like an earthquake. That's just the neighbor. It's just the heavy-footed neighbor. Yeah, sounds about right. Right? Some people are just heavy-footed. Yeah, it's true. Pata heavy. <laughs> Bye. Adios. <laughs>